two. Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding Live. Coming at you on Monday when we normally record, but you don't see it till Wednesday, but today we're live. So uh, welcome everybody. Uh, we're going to have some fun today. It is our uh, Olympia recap and, you know, whatever other nonsense we come up with episode. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. Made him wait. There we go. Yeah, I was hanging. That was good. That was good. Um, remember, IamMutant.com. Go to IamMutant.com. Use Dusty20 or BigRon20. Both codes work everywhere. Don't listen to Dusty when he says stuff. And um, get your 20% off. Isosurge, 20% off. You're all in, and everybody should get on the gear. Okay, guys, we are live. What are we doing? Olympia. Olympia stuff. You guys literally just got back. Um, yesterday, I assume you, you both traveled home. Yeah, from the Olympia. Yes, yeah, last night. Yep. Now, were either of you at the actual show, or did you just watch it on the stream, or what did you do? We were both uh, at the show. Yeah, okay. we were both at the show, sitting okay. together. Good, good. Because we need to hear your perspectives then, because I watched the yeah. live stream. Uh, the stream was good this year, but uh, um, there was a lot that went on there. I I know that I'm going to sound like the guy that says, like, oh, I called it. But I, I had personally, I thought Derek had it at prejudging, though. Everybody else told me that it was going to be uh, Hottie that, that was going mm -hmm. to win. What did you guys think? Just anything. Start anywhere. Tell us about this contest. Anywhere. Well, anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll start. Um, so Friday, I didn't go to prejudging. We did okay. our team dinner. But I was, you know, we're looking at all the 4K footage. We're looking at all the shots. We're, you know live stream and all that stuff um and my take on friday of course this is the not their quarterback effect that we talk about right yes um the not actually their quarterback effect but my my take uh and what i said all day saturday was that i thought hottie had won four out of seven poses and uh that i thought that that was you know to me um a really big deal but i knew in the back of my mind that he'd lost both back poses. Absolutely. And that that's a bit of a weird situation because Mr. Olympia always has the best back. And uh, so we're sort of faced with a conundrum, you know, like four out of seven versus like back to front all around, you know, sort of situation. And then there's also just their stances, <clears throat> front and back relaxed, that walk effect that we talk about, like when the guys are moving around, like sometimes mm -hmm. some guys are moving around and you're like, that guy's so hard. Fuck. You know, oh, watch and, language. Uh, I, I promised YouTube yeah, uh, that we yeah, weren't yeah, going to yeah, swear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had you a didn't time. promise so, Ron wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so just that sort of thing. And, um, but when we got to the night show and, and, and they were doing, I mean, it was close. Like it was super close between them. Yeah. Uh, I had Samson third the whole way through. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, when they were doing their posing routines and uh, and then even during the pose down, when Derek hit the back double during the pose down and the camera was on him, I remember thinking, ah, here the, my prediction on Monday will be correct. Yeah. He you just know? wanted his prediction to be correct. That's all he <laughs> yeah. wanted. He's ignoring so, every other pose just to get his prediction to be correct. 
No, it just was like, you know, it kind of brought the house down, right? Like, you know, when you, you hear the surge in the crowd mm-hmm. on, on a certain shot and, and it's just, uh, you, you know, that, that you, it kind of makes you go, oh, this is a, this is a big deal. So. Yeah, I felt like, um, truthfully, this is, I guess, where I, I see things differently is like I, I already had a conversation with a guy today. He goes, well, shows are one from the back. I'm like, well, then throw the rest of the poses out. Yeah. Just walk out and hit the back shots. Like That's it. That's, that's yeah. not accurate. Because to me, when I think <laughs> of what I look for at a bodybuilding show, it's who do I not want to stop looking at? Yeah. When they're moving, yeah. when they're stepping, when they're turning. No, so for what? me, that was Derek. I felt that way about Derek this year, Dusty. But you're saying that's for you, you don't like it. the language. That's what it is. It's because he doesn't speak English. So I had to say that because so many people were saying that. I'm like, uh, well, he won last year and didn't speak English either, you idiots. Stop what happened, yeah. nonsense. What happened with uh, Derek's Instagram got shut down or something? Like, what's going on with this now? Like, there's there's people that are hating on him at this point. because Everyone hates the winner. That's okay, what that is. That's what this is. I, 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 hadn't I have followed to it. specify before I can say my piece that that I despise about bodybuilding. Everyone loved Jay until he won. Yeah. Then everybody yeah. was waiting for someone else to win. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, listen, at the end of the day, what Ron said that's absolutely accurate is the fact that we can have a conversation about this means it was close. Because when Ronnie was winning, there was no need for this podcast unless you were talking yeah. about second and third. And really, that didn't matter because <laughs> Jay was locked for second. So you had to go down to third and fourth to have any sort of a, a disagreement. Yeah. Um, but again, when I was there, all I could see and I think this is a, everyone has to understand they have a bias for what they like. We all do. I love granite muscle. Yeah. Now, I also love phenomenal shape because I've never had it. Um, and, but for example, like Derek's front double is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. But he, he didn't smash Hottie in a front double, which he didn't win my the mind. front and double. I think Ronnie, I think Hottie won the front double, which, a year ago, I would have never guessed anyone could beat him. Um, so at the end of the day, I don't like strongly disagree with the loss. But if I was judging, Hottie wins. Okay. Um, I just thought that that he handled his business well enough. And, and I think we should do a few things as fans of bodybuilding. Throw away every preconceived notion that everyone ever had. Oh, you got to knock out the champ. Well, that didn't happen anyone. Yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, you got to do this. No, listen, at the end of the day, my one thing that I think when I look at both the open and the 212 is I think every bodybuilder is judged against himself first. And then I think he's judged against the competition because Derek made much more drastic improvements from last year to this year against himself. And then he stood next to Hottie who, listen, here's how I thought of it before we got on the show. I don't need to look at Derek's pictures to know where his improvements were. I could tell you right now. Yeah. All of the shots that got better. Hottie might have gotten better, but I'd have to look at pictures side by side to tell you where. He didn't have as and much I, room to get better either, you know, right. which we, we kind of said that before. Yeah. You know, exactly. But I think that that's the only thing that I think is a little bit at play. And I say that again when I look at the 212, because I can also tell you at the 212, I did not have Sean losing a shot in hell. No way he was losing that show. He looked like he was, you know, it's like I talked to Jose. He looked like 10 pounds of cement 
poured into a five pound cement bag. Yeah. I mean, he just looked like granite, but I do understand, you know, when I look at someone like Keon, I'm like, it's beautiful. Yeah. And look at how much he improved. Like I just said, Keon versus Keon last year, how much better it's night and day. And then you can at least argue when you put them next to each other because it's pretty. So that's my only thing that I think might actually exist, whether they mean to or not, is it's on your mind. I mean, I just said, what was it, last episode that I said I, the only reason I didn't love Sean Ray is he kept bringing me the same thing. Like, right, right. So, so I like that. I mean, you know, and at the end of the day, as fun as it was to look at the top two, I actually enjoyed fourth down the most because that's when the show got exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. And I agree, just to sum up, I, I still think Hottie won every front shot. All Like the front relaxed, front double by, front lat spread, most muscular. I wonder if I could mm-hmm. put this video on without you know playing the sound here. Let me see if I can turn this sound down. And we can actually, let's see. That's the wrong show. Where are we at here? This is prejudging? Yeah, because no, that's, that's yeah. you're not going to see Hottie up there with them. That's Derek by himself. Yeah. I mean, there's other guys, but that's that's Derek by himself. <laughs> yeah. That's how good he is. That's Derek by himself. I had another one. Then here we go. How about this? How about this one? I think this was right at the end. Let's see. Let's see. So I think this was right at the end of prejudging. And I wanted to see if we could, we could, I figured yeah. since we were talking about the shots, I could just freaking yeah. bring them up here. We could keep talking. Yeah. So, I mean, look at that shot. I feel like one, two, three is very obvious left to right <laughs> or I mean, right to left. Yeah. So the side, side chest, the side chest, the side chest was one that I thought was extraordinarily close, but I kept thinking that I sort of liked hotties better, but then the mm-hmm. side tricep, I thought Derek's. I like Derek's better, but Derek's side leg was, was, you know, a little more, a little more striated. He, he flexes his glute harder. Hottie kind of doesn't flex his glute from the side sometimes, and it irritates me. Mm-hmm. I wish he would, but do not irritate Ron Hottie. Yeah, I got to flex his glutes, man. But I mean, that shot's crazy. You know, those two guys side by side is crazy. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Imagine looking like Hottie and still getting beaten that shot, and he definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's shot. the weird thing, <laughs> like, right? So and I feel and like he does some even in the lat spread in the lat. too. Yeah, I, yeah, lo- I love depth in a lat spread. You know what I mean? Yeah. 3D. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is and then the no. side try. He's got that Jay Cutler look. So he's got that that tr- big huge trap. He kind of shrugs up a, t- a little bit like Jay. Yeah. I love that side try. Yeah. Was Hottie as hard as he was last year? I didn't see any comparisons, anything like that. To yeah, it's hard to imagine he was harder than this. How about that? Yeah, he was crazy. That shot there. That that most muscular is like just one of the craziest. I I can't see anybody anywhere beating that most muscular. Yeah, Yeah. same thing with the. And then you know what the most the most insane thing is? The most insane thing is that Samson's on the screen right now, and we're not talking about him. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most insane thing. Samson was my like he was mind blowing. He looked amazing, but these two guys were just so complete, you know. Yeah, so that's a shot that I mean, like Derek's yeah. front double is ridiculous, and you're still looking at both. Yeah, yeah. Hottie's legs double, are harder the though. Weird double, yeah, they doesn't are. have to look at Hottie at all. 
Yeah. Hottie's legs are harder from the front, and that was a factor in why he won all the front shots. I thought his legs are just so yeah. much harder than and and I mean Derek's like completely peeled, but like Hottie just has that hardness to his quads. Yeah, he really. This does. also doesn't do this doesn't do justice to what you saw in person. Just no to reiterate to people like I bet Derek is much <laughs> harder than you think he is in this video too. Yeah, so if you think he doesn't look hard, you're insane. He was nasty also, but yeah. I, I think you just got, uh, you know, however many years extra of training that way. Like, you know, here's the, what I will say that, that has nothing to do with our conversation. I think that now that Derek has won this show one more year, Hottie won't be able to be close to him. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's not enough yeah. room. I mean, Derek is going to be a nightmare. Like the guys coming behind are going to be the ones that are going to try to get up to his level. But I just think he's going to create so much separation between himself and and hottie yeah. at the moment you know because look at him <laughs> like, yeah. yeah yeah if the front improves anywhere near where the back does then you're gonna have a, we might have another uh jay ronnie run of just Derek winning i'm a huge well, i'm a huge hottie <laughs> fan but i i had Derek. my eyes just right in, in like i said i was just watching the live stream but my eyes just kept going to him and it was just mm -hmm. so close it's just so like this had. Did you guys look at the score sheet? I saw it was posted. I didn't. No, I didn't bother I looking it. at it. But I mean, it just is so freaking close. Because like you said, you know, his Hottie's quads are harder from the front. Derek's harder from the back. Hottie's a little bit bigger, but doesn't have quite the shape in the the, the front the way Derek does. Both of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, their their rear doubles are just insane. Like their rear doubles are both insane. It's hard to think that I could look at Hottie and think that I liked anything else better. You know. Right. Yeah, you know, um, one thing that we, we haven't touched at all that I, I complained about last year after the Olympia was the posing routines. They were okay. great this year. Yeah. I felt like a lot of guys put a lot of work into their posing routine. It was as, a, as just purely a fan watching that, you know, spent money. I was like, nice. Everyone put the work in, you know. So. The screens were awesome at the show. Were they? Like, yeah, like there's been years where the screens are like maybe they're just the tall, skinny ones along the side of the stage sometimes. And you, yeah, you, it makes it kind of like not that great. And then the, they're maybe not that big and they're kind of angled. So if you're in a, a certain seat, you can't even really look at the one that's close to you. You have to look at the one that's far away from you. You know, like that stuff happens sometimes. And you, uh, this year, the, the screens were so massive and just overwhelming. It was just. Yeah, you guys think watch. they listen to us uh, about uh, you know not having Obviously. a wild background? They listen to the show, maybe. They had. You it, know, what's funny is as soon as I saw it because they announced it before the show. Yeah, yeah. That they had done that, so that shows how many people commented. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm reading the um, the the uh, questions because we have so many. Uh, <laughs> we're live. We got to remember to uh, be glancing. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, we so had a, I wanted to I wanted to point stuff, this, this one, one out because I thought it was, that was important. My, that's my favorite. This is uh, Eric Bassett. I just broke up with my girlfriend to listen to this. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so make it good fools. Shoe as much money, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Colton asked, "Do you think Nick could have upset this lineup since all three came in a bit off? None mm. of them came in off. No, I don't I know where that anybody got. Got. <laughs> I, I don't um, know where that got misconstrued. They were granite." Yeah, I, um, I, I think I think uh, Curry was fourth and Andrew was fifth, right? 
Um, yes. I think I think Nick would have uh, heavily disrupted things <laughs> up and up until that, like up until Samson possibly, okay, in yeah. that zone. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, the top two, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, it would have uh, changed and, things and, though. I would have been curious yeah, to see. Yeah. I feel like Brandon was a little downsized uh, in the in the first in prejudging. Um, and I, I, you know, he had gotten sick or whatever the deal was with him. I wonder if he wasn't able to fill up quite as much. He seemed like he, to me, at least he was bigger, uh, at finals. I wonder if it was mm -hmm. a matter of not being able to get, you know, everything back into the muscle on time. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm not sure. He looked great. I, he looked great at night. Yeah. I, uh, I, I thought, uh, Andrew, um, was better at prejudging. Did you guys look at the photos and stuff. Cause like, I mean, he was a freak. He's an, he's a freak, yeah. but I, when I kind of went over things, I thought Andrew might've been a little harder at prejudging, but I'd have to look, look at that again. And then Hunter was six, right? Hunter w looked great. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Best he looked awesome. Ever. Mm -hmm. That was a great, yeah, Hunter. I was, yeah. Happy to see that. Um, shredded from the back, the back double looked really good. Um, you know, just like he did when he won his show, you know, it was nice. It was, it was good to see. I think people wanted to shut Dusty's Instagram down after our last episode. They did not like that you had Justin up there on the top, and they're, I'm sure they're happy now to to prove you wrong, Dusty. They there were people that were like, what is Dusty smoking? And da, 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 you know? I know. Don't you love that? <laughs> I, I love when you put up an obvious like disruptive announcement. Yeah, like, I took the guy who won. And I was like, he won't be in the top five. No one even catches that. Like. All right, you guys are obviously not paying attention to my games, but uh, that being said, I still I would have loved to see Justin there. Yeah, and he's a great topic because so at the show I felt like from my seat that he was off. Okay, then I saw pictures from backstage and I'm like, he wasn't off according to the pictures I had seen. Now, but on stage I I don't know what happened, and maybe Ron could share his opinion on this, but. I don't know how much of that is just what happens when you get to that next level. Hmm. If you just look further off because everyone else is so ridiculous. Um, Cause I thought to myself when, right when he came out and I mean, obviously I'm a huge fan. I was like, Oh, he didn't nail it. Like, like I thought he looked in my brain, he looked downsized. Hmm. Okay. And I think that some of that was just purely, you know, if you, if, if you stick someone amongst, you know, I mean, you take a giant, I don't know, lion. They look huge until you toss them next to an elephant. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. it's not that big. You know, so that must have been the effect because looking backstage, it appears he was the best he'd ever been. Um, and he said it was. So that's very telling. But yeah, I was I was shocked to to see that. Cause I, I will say, as much as that was like a a big swing, I definitely had him in the top ten, like for sure. So you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that, uh, what the next year does, the way he grew. But it's very nice to see, even with 18 years of going to the Olympia, that you forget the gap in level. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, which, you know, side note that I have to bring out just because I thought it was awesome was I thought Regan looked awesome. Like yes. the best I'd ever seen him. Yeah. And he looked confident. And I love that. Like when you're going to a show knowing you're not a top 10 guy um, and you own the stage when you're on it, I don't think that you can stress to your clients enough how important that is. Like I was like, look at him hitting his shots. And you know what I mean? And his routine. And it was just very polished. So I thought that that was 
a, a very strong showing for him. What do you think, Ron? Yeah, it's funny because uh, Regan was one of the people I had several other people mention to me. You know, there's this big, like, you know, you know, new Mr. Olympia and the top two and three was so crazy. But I, I also had a lot of people mention Regan. Mm-hmm. So he he really made an impact. And I think, you know, like Regan's always had such a beautiful physique and he's gotten really big. But it, when it gets to the Olympia level, he tends to sort of sit in the, you know, like he's been there a couple of times and hasn't done this like this, you know, yeah. and uh, but but this year it was like oh he's like in the top 10 now here's regan and it mm. was exciting to see like he looked really good and he's he's so complete like every body part is there and pretty yeah you know he's it's mm-hmm. just it's a, it's a crazy package uh, uh, as a bodybuilding fan you know he's you know if you're trying to win people over you know what I mean? Trying to yeah. win over, you know, if you had to take a freak, like he's got to be a 300 pounder, you know, off season, <laughs> yeah. you have to pick someone who's huge, but you got to win other people over with his physique. Take Regan, man. Like, that's yeah, he, all he I got bonkers to me. It, it, uh, his physique as he's gotten bigger, um, reminds me in some ways of, of Kuklo's build. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. And also too, the structure, the height, the, all that. Regan's one of the crazy examples of getting bigger and prettier. True. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's like getting better looking and you get older. What the hell? Yeah, it's, like, it's totally weird. <laughs> Very true. Do we got any good questions on the side there? Well, I had, a, I had another question. I wanted to ask okay. you guys about this little piece. Let's see. I grabbed uh, another little video here. Let's see. So this was actually, you know, that's just a screen cap. Here's the video. So there was the point after the show where everybody was basically hitting their poses. And this happened. So how do you hit that one pose? And then he... what do you think was up with this? Is this a factor of, of disrespect or is this a factor of maybe he just made a mistake or, or was it an emotional thing? Or what do you guys think was going on with that? I think it was an emotional thing. Um, he, uh, Hottie, a lot of people are saying like, oh, bad sportsmanship, bad sportsmanship. And yeah, that's how it's, that's how we define it and how we, you know, interpret it and define it. Um, and I'm not sure if there'll be any, consequences for it at all at on like an official level you know what i mean sure um but but as far as um uh what uh hadi said about it he put up an instagram post and uh, it was in persian and um i ran it through google translate and sent it to you and uh and so knowing what i know which is very little about persian culture yeah. um, i think this is uh is mostly a you know if he, he's saying i feel shame for my family i brought shame to my family you know, oh, I was man. defeated. It's sort of a warrior type of thing, right? And obviously, I'm not Persian, so I can't speak on. Obviously, Google Translate is like not directly correct, right? right. It's like oh, that works. It, <laughs> yeah, like you know, it sounds all funny because the words aren't directly translated, so um, you, you lose context and nuance. But you know, he's saying, you know, I fought the whole world, my strength reached everything, you know, um, except the dagger that I didn't understand. So you know, he's saying something about, you know. He tried his best, I assume. I'm I'm putting words in his mouth at that point. But, you know, 
you know, forgive me if I couldn't, you know, deserve what you deserved. You know, he's, a, you know, I think it's just kind of a, a that sort of thing. So I don't know if that makes any difference to anybody or anything, but you know, it sort of shows his mindset. Yeah. Well, I think the part that gets missed first off is um, when he lost in the moment, he was right there to congratulate Derek. Yeah. Did that part. And and I think one thing we all have to, <clears throat> as imperfect beings, you know what you're supposed to do. So you do it. You could be freaking pissed. But you're not pissed at Derek. You know what I mean? So you do the right thing. You do the gracious loser face. And then you go off. I have no idea what Sapa says. The only reason I said, okay, he was definitely pissed was because of how quickly he took off the second place medal. Had he walked off with that on, I could have yeah. bought he didn't hear, he didn't understand, a lot of things. Um, he could not get that thing off his neck fast enough. Um, so obviously it was just a heat in the moment, heat of the moment situation. Whatever it is, he and Derek have put it behind them already. There's plenty of communication with them right out in public. Yeah. So and I and I think that there's two sides to that story about um champions is if it was a mistake. Derek accepted whatever form of apology or whatever was said, and they're fine, you know. Yeah. So it, it, it's, I think that the fans, as people, we we love drama, sure, and that's sure. why this is a part of the whole thing. But you know, I, I'm sure if it was, he definitely feels a little whoops about it. You yeah. know, <laughs> I've I've made plenty of mistakes much grander than that one. Just didn't have the whole world watching while I did it. So. Yeah, I'm so tempted to start listing those mistakes. I know some. We of don't have a long enough show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would really get the clicks. Yeah, no the man, it was it was great. What else were, you got, Scott? People were commenting about Brandon. This is the this is the look on Brandon's face right after that happened. He was just, <laughs> <laughs> oh. he just oh. he was like he was like hey hottie hottie no you're not supposed to leave yet and then he yeah just kinda, yeah and then just kind of know where his eyes like are that. his eyes he's right. looking right at steve yeah that's where he's looking right now he's looking right at steve he's yeah. me- he's measuring what is happening right now he's staring at steve <laughs> oh man right am i wrong that's where he's looking. you're totally yeah. right you're totally right yeah. Because after you'd look at him walk away, the only other place to look is Steve. Yeah. <laughs> right? What does yeah. he think? <laughs> yeah. So okay. we did have a bunch of questions, and we had a bunch of people commenting, uh, people like Carolyn, who had said it was so great to see you guys at the Mutant, Bu- M- Mutant Booth. Let's see if I can get Mutant that out, booth? right? Mutant Booth. The Mutant <laughs> Booth. Head over to the Mutant <laughs> Booth. Going Canadian sounds very honest. Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. So it's awesome to meet everyone. Do you guys get Carolyn. a chance to see a lot of people uh, that listen to the shows and stuff there? And yeah, you know what the biggest thing I had to say was, where is Scott? Yeah. We got oh, asked that to, all weekend for real. I have to tell you guys, <laughs> yeah. by the way, I texted it so you guys already know this, but you didn't hear the story. So it was Wednesday. The show comes out on Wednesday normally, right? And I'm minding my own business and I look at my phone. I'm getting a call from Jim the owner of mutant and right. I pick up and I said, Hey, what's going on, Jim? And he says, uh, Scott, you're not coming to the Olympia. I was like, yeah. He said, uh, I just heard he was on. He was like, I was on the freeway and I literally just pulled the car over to call you. He had put the podcast on while he was driving home. 
I literally was calling. He was like, what's the situation? He was like, you know, can I get you to come out? He's like, well, you know, we'll talk to George. We'll figure something out. We'll find a place for you to stay. We'll fly you out. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I really appreciate it, you know. Uh, but he was literally like on that moment going to be like, hey, we'll just make it happen. Come on out. So I thought that was really cool of him to to have offered, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's definitely. It's best that you didn't, though, because I, I was asleep for 10 hours last night after this trip. Oh, yeah. Were you guys yeah. up pretty? Yeah. Like, what did you do? What was it, what was it, what was it like? Every Cause, night. So here's the thing. You guys told us last time, or Ron, you told us, you're like, uh, I don't really know much about doing the Olympia in Orlando. You know everything that goes on in Vegas. What's the Olympia like in Orlando? Well, I mean, I had a great time. It's nice that it's we stayed in that hotel. It's kind of like the Arnold in that sense and that we stayed in the hotel and didn't leave the venue at all. Like, it was just like, you know, you could have spent the entire weekend in that one building, right? Yeah. So that was that was that was the nicest thing about it. It was just super easy once you got there. Um, the only downside for me was the you know much longer travel day. It's like it was a twelve hour day for me to get there. You know, with a layover in Chicago. And oh all that. yeah, 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 yeah. But it was great. And um, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought um, before I lose my train of thought. I think we have to mention classic. Oh yeah. Yes, we do. We because we classic. we have to talk about Chris Bumstead. Who's that? And Is yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just have to say, am I not the only one who thought that Chris stepped into like the most insane ambassador role this year at the Olympia with his speeches, and yeah. set set such an extraordinary level for like, you know trying to raise the bar of it. it it just he's just a crazy contributor to positivity in the industry and i just wanted to take a second to mention bumstead agreed a million percent um because he did last year too and i think what yeah i, I mean like, it's just been getting um, crazier yeah what I, what i like though um and, and we all know this that are that are in the sport who promote product or do whatever not everyone can do that so, so I am mm. understanding of the fact that a lot of people, you can't just hand them a microphone and expect much of anything to come out. Absolutely. It, you know what I mean? Um, but he does, he understands his job beyond having a great physique. Uh, and I will say, <clears throat> say this, and I'm sure you noticed Ron, but so when they went to call out, when they went to do the, the top five uh, at the show, the way they sectioned off the areas where there were seats and then there was like a walkway in between. By the time they were announcing the top three in classic, people who were in the back had run up front. You're kidding. Specifically, Packed. specifically between 16 year olds and 25 <laughs> year olds. I mean, I saw there were four or five girls. I actually filmed it because I filmed him win and then I filmed them losing their minds. And these no were girls, way. You know, like 16 year old girls going nuts for it. So that's the thing that's different that's the reach i was telling ron um that my greatest fame mo moment is the fact that uh, all the kids at my gym know that chris bumstead and i know each other and that he follows me on instagram <laughs> that's the only thing i've ever done with my life is that chris bumstead knows i exist but yeah. that's how big his reach is you know what i mean and came on your podcast it's great time. to see it's great yeah. to see him do that because when he does come out with a great speech that impacts the way everyone can possibly look at their life, it's a lot more valuable than 
I won. I'm thankful. I worked really hard. I, 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 the words that everybody really says too much. Yeah. And, and I want to mention that when they say, you know how everyone says like, oh, if you're going to have the title, you got to represent all year. You know, you got to like mm-hmm. contribute as a champion and try to, and, and a lot of times like, what does that mean? Right? Like, what does that actually yeah. mean? Like, you know, when we say that, you know, Hadi didn't really do much as Mr. Olympia because he's way over there and there's a language barrier and all that. So, you know, what does that mean? Does it mean social media? Does it mean, you know, doing promotional stuff and showing up at the other shows? Like, what does it mean to be a good representative as Mr. Olympia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and with Chris, you know, we, we usually think of like doing things, like going places, like getting on a TV show, like getting on Jay Leno when Ronnie did. Right. You know, right. like that sort of thing. But, you know, now it's different with social media because, you know, the reach. But Chris's contributions he does these little things that are massive to me hmm. because they they deeply impact people and trigger them. And the things that I'm talking about are all the fun things that he does. Like he shows up this weekend wearing a Gretzky jersey. Right. <laughs> and everyone's like, what's with the Gretzky jersey? And he's like, he's the great one. Hmm. And it inspires me and I'm here to be the great one too. And he's Canadian and he's a hero. And, and, and you know what I mean? And, and Mm -hmm. he wears that, that Gretzky Jersey the whole weekend. And, and to me, that is going to cascade through everyone that, cause you know, he's done that with like Jordan and he's done that with other stuff, Mm -hmm. but he kind of made it a thing. And I just, it's like this stuff. It's it, because it, it engages people on an emotional level uh, differently than just being a champion and just saying hi and, you know, shaking their hand, taking a picture. But yeah. having those little things that he does to show that he's trying to get the most out of the moment too. You know what I mean? Right. He's trying to make the most out of the moment and he's trying to cause the most inspiration he possibly can. And so mm-hmm. just that process is just, I, I, I see it. I see him doing it on purpose. Oh yeah, it's definitely on purpose. Like last year when when he was selling the uh posters off of his website and then when he's in Vancouver, delivered each one that was in Vancouver himself. That is knocked yeah, on their man. doors. <laughs> yeah. And listen, l- let's say he did ten of those. He put hours into knocking on people's doors. Yeah. <clears throat> and I can't imagine if I was a fan of Chris Bumstead and he came to my door. I'd lose my mind. Especially when you're young. You know what I mean? I'd lose like, my yeah. mind. I would. That's you just know? such a great, like, it just shows who he is. And and the thing is, I, I imagine, because that's something the Pittsburgh Penguins do. If you're a season ticket holder, players deliver them to you. They come to your house and they bring you your season tickets. So I think that that's another great example of, of a way to take things to the next level that he does. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely very exciting. One thing I wanted to point out, too, before we I forget is... Bob did not ask Chris if he was competing next year because I think he doesn't know. Hmm. Like I kinda, when he said, I I'm not going to ask, I went, ah. I kind of vibed that too. He's not ready to answer. Yeah. You know, that was my guess. I mean, I'm, I'm creating that. But I know that if I was possibly going to win and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, I would have no shame in saying, Bob, don't ask me that question. Because I don't yeah. want to say I don't know. I will you know say this. I, mean? I do think that the competition <clears throat> is getting closer. You know, yeah. there was a time that that he was far and above a completely different beast. But I think there's people who are starting to close in 
and you can only stay on top the, the you know the king of the hill the, the the wolf on the hill can only stay yeah. on top of the hill for so long you know so yeah, I, I, I i could see there being a decision in the future <clears throat> will it be next year who knows you know we'll find out mm-hmm. i guess right i agree I that the be- gap is closing but i don't believe anyone in that lineup can ever beat him he has to go backwards yeah. he's ronnie coleman like, because people were talking after prejudging, and they were like, "I don't know, I don't know." And he walked out, and I looked at Ron, and I go, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> I mean, as soon as he walked out, I was like, "No, no, yeah." Like it was like it's like Drea, you know. We we talked to a judge. We'll we won't list who, but we just said, "Hey, how is the two twelve? And he was like, "Ah, like it's tight." And then we were like, "What about women's body?" And he goes, "Forget it." <laughs> Yeah, goes, eh. you know what I mean. Just, just casually goes, eh. yeah. Because I was like, like how yeah. how hard was judging today? And he just go, you know, he was like, eh. yeah. That was his answer to to women's. Eh. It's I crazy, mean, you know. I he didn't tell Drea. us who. He just told us he had an easy time with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't seen Drea for you know a good month or six weeks or something like that, and she had pulled in so hard between that last show to this show. Like seeing, I, I saw a, a video that Mutant had posted with her on Instagram and just seeing how like cut in her jaw was. Like there was no fat left. It seemed like the shape of her skull, basically. You know what I mean? It was like yeah, yeah. she took it so much further from the last show to this show in a very short period of time, too. Right. Like yeah. and she had to suffer. Like she, they, they diet old school. You know what I mean? Like we're right. talking protein only, no veggies because yeah, the veggies so no are fat. too many carbs. Yeah, 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 no fat. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you yeah, want more hey. food, drink water. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Also, no, I man. thought I thought to myself, I think Ron could relate to Chris because he's a fellow Canadian, and I think it's a Canadian thing with the f bombs. He could twice Chris, actually. I I caught that too. He, and was, he caught he was, himself yeah. once. He did, but then at the end, he couldn't help it because he was feeling passionate, just like Ron does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did you see the post I put up? I stole it off another guy's. I, sc- I screen recorded it, but it was an old video of Chris Bumstead shoveling his driveway. I remember that. Did yeah. you guys, did yeah. you guys watch that? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that video! It's straight out of Trailer Park Boys. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was good. You know? Yeah, that's it was awesome. good. Oh, so- also too, I want to acknowledge. Uh, let's all send our love to Missy. Yes. For what happened, Missy Truscott um smashing the physique round and then blowing her knee out in the routine round so uh, what do you say dems the brakes i mean geez i think she's gonna that bounce was, back fast i, I have yeah, a good feeling she will. you know i did yeah. not like uh i guess there was a quite a bit of drama of uh whitney jones essentially taking a shot at her in her routine um that went all over the place i wish someone would uh explain that page explain what that was i saw it and i never saw what the the attack was i I saw someone's comment yeah someone's comment and it was like edited into her music i think so it it was was like like it was like a system it was like a killing a shark thing from what i understand and if here's my thought is that if if missy wasn't injured and they're going head to head and she came in and she was like, hey, I'm here to slay the dragon. You're like, you know what I mean? You're going against, uh, you know, somebody who's called the dragon and you're the dragon slayer. You know, right, right, I, I, right, I right. kind of vibe it more as that. But then once Missy gets hurt and she's out, 
then it, it, it could kind of take on, I think, a different vibe would be my oh, thought. Oh, Dane, what do you Dane said she smashed a shark. She, okay. She knocked a oh, shark off. I'll be honest, like yeah. my opinion, because I'm a guy. Who cares? Yeah. And, and it's like, if, you know, what <laughs> like, is she going to do? That to me is unnecessary drama. And yeah. to add insult to injury, I give her credit for putting that up because I'll say this. If Missy was didn't get injured, she would have lost. Yeah. And we'd be talking about how dumb it was that she put that in a routine and they got her ass handed to her. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, that's my yeah. opinion. Like, no, she, that's a good point. She has passed her. Yeah. So, in my opinion, no injury. I mean, it's not a question who won that show or would have yeah. won that show. So, you know, yeah. teach her own and maybe, you know, and, and we got to remember that they tried to do that with bodybuilding with the challenge rounds. They were trying to get some emotion and some things drawn up. And listen, she gave the fans something to talk about. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. So I don't, I don't look at it as bad as a lot of people do. Um, <laughs> and then because I think it's competitive and, it, and it's, it's in good fun. And maybe it wasn't taken that way. But it's not really, in my opinion, it's not my responsibility to decide how you will take what I do. That's on Yeah. You. Apparently, she also wound up hurting her shoulder really bad. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know, they both came out of it, you know, banged up. But, yeah, I wasn't too upset about, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It little Conor McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, she she got fifth place. And, and, and I firmly believe Missy would have won the show. So that would have been six. So it don't matter. That's yeah. like, that's like me talking shit to Phil Heath. Like, okay, dude. Right. Enjoy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I loved, I don't know if you guys, uh, I don't know if Scott saw, but um, they had a lot of fun. Bob had some fun with Shaquille O'Neal and Dave Batista. Oh yeah. Yeah. They showed that on the, the, on the stream. Yeah. 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 It was, it was funny. You know, I had the crowd laughing and, and, uh, and just shack on a microphone, yeah. you're like, oh man, just let keep him keep him on, oh, put him yeah. on stage with Bob, keep yeah, him up he was there. Great. The show would the show would go another hour longer, but it would be hilarious. <laughs> hey, I need to go eat. I don't need the show to go longer. That was good. I was yeah. perfectly fine getting out of there. I did want to say real quick, Scott, because you brought it up. We I did go out every night. Okay. Um, in Orlando was great. Okay. Yeah. Like when, when we left, I was like, where can we go eat? It was like 11 something at night. I literally looked up a place. It was like a, a real taco place, like a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Like, we're open until 2 a.m. I'm like, this is Vegas. There you go. There you go. You know, did Nikki go with you? Bar at 1 a.m. each time. I was out tap past one every single night. Yeah. So, yeah, of course you did. Okay. Oh, right yeah. On. We went out, did all that. Took Jim out, got him sloshed. Yeah. I shouldn't say that on the show. Um, <clears throat> we'll edit we it out. To, don't we, worry. We went to the, we went to the, live, the live. Yeah. We, we went to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, went, we went through a McDonald's drive-thru. You're doing great. At, we went through a McDonald's drive-thru at like one in the morning and uh, picked up some, some health food to send them home. You know, just the basics. I just got fired, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a, I went, a, I had a real fancy dinner with, uh, couple of friends of mine morgan and mel we went to ihop after the show Woo. Yeah. okay oh yeah i love oh, my egg yeah. steak and eggs baby and nice. then who do i see there who comes in branch oh really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like hey how's it going <laughs> well, we went to, we went to hash house sunday morning you know, it's called hash house down there and uh brett wilkin and a bunch of guys came in and i was like He's like, have you been here? I said, no. We literally were going to the airport, just pulled in. He's like, you made a good turn. Nice. And it, it was That's awesome. Funny. So, 
absolute I, uh, facts. I want to give a shout to Jonathan at Kissing Me Muscle. Okay. Um, I, I went a few days early and I shot a mutant on a mission at Kissing Me Muscle. Nice. And uh, he's an equipment nut, man. He's totally up my alley and he was great to film with. And whenever I meet one of these owners that knows how to tell a story, you know, it makes my job so easy. I don't even have to do anything. I just walk around the gym with him. And yeah. it just all it, you know happens. And uh, John was awesome. And uh, I'm standing there kind of waiting to talk to him. And, and someone comes up, puts their arm around me. And I turn and look, and it's Yates. You're kidding. And he goes, You're kidding. And he goes, he goes let's send Dino a picture. <laughs> so, so we flip up the birds and, uh, and send Dino a, a picture. He, it was funny. British, British style love. But yeah, so That's that was cool. like kind of funny. Let's send Dino a picture. That's cool. So had a good time. I should tell everybody, guys, uh, comment with any questions you have. We we have some time here. We could knock out some, you know, bodybuilding stuff, off topic stuff. I had a couple questions for Ron that I've been dying to ask you. I do have one here about training, but before I ask, Ron, is a hot dog a sandwich? Technically, it would it would classify as a sandwich. Okay. I mean, anything with bread and meat is sandwich category. But you know, I'm not like hard pressed and going to force anybody to call it that. But it technically, is I mean, they call it a submarine sandwich if you get a sub, right? Yeah, yeah. True. So a hot dog is just a small sausage based submarine sandwich. Would okay. you eat a hot dog? Oh, well, I've eaten many hot dogs, and you know. I would eat another hot dog in the right context. Like if we were at a major league ball game, if you took me to a major league ball game, yeah, I would be like, well, I got to get a hot dog. I'm at a major league ball game. Like this is part of the True. package. Like, you know, I'm, I'm that type of guy. But like you know? if we're at a Walmart and you needed a snack. Oh no. God, no, <laughs> no, no. There would have to be like, like I'm on, I'm at like an event of some kind. There's a nostalgic attachment yes. to it. If I'm going to consume one. Gotcha. It's like yeah. it's like the it's like the uh, terrible nachos that you get at baseball games as well, where the chips are the chips have been stale for two years. Yes, yeah. those ones, and you're like, oh, thirty five dollars, perfect. Give me two. Let's yeah. do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I'm all I'm all about that stuff. I have a follow up as well. Um, is chili a soup? These are great. <laughs> more of a stew. Is it more of a? I stew? like that. Is... I agree with that. It is more of a stew. Is stew a subcategory of soup? Do we have a flow chart to look at? I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. But we can make right? it for the next episode, you know. We, we you will. Know? <laughs> you know, like if you do the family tree, you know, metal comes from rock, you know? Yeah. It's like, mm, does stew come point. from soup? Like, how does it work? Yeah. All right. Stew. All right. Dane says stew. Dane <laughs> knows. So I agree. Like, like I said, guys, keep commenting because we can keep this thing rolling for a little while here. And uh, we appreciate everybody hanging with us. And if you're new to our content, then, you know, hit the bell, hit the subscribe button, all that stuff. And all your comments, you're helping other people to find this. So thank you for all the comments you guys are giving us. So Daniel asked us, um, he says, off topic question. Do you guys have better workouts in gyms that you don't know anyone? My membership is about to end. I tried another gym. The equipment was not better, but I felt like my workouts, my workouts were. Um. My answer is no. Uh, I have better workouts in gyms where I can ask people for spots and I, you know, um, that sort of thing. Um, if there's a problem because he knows people, it just means he's talking to them too much. That's what I think. Yeah. That That's what I take from that. Yeah. So he's got to learn to like 
like hat down a bit and <clears throat> headphone in and just, you know, keep to it. Um, yeah. cause I mean, just cause you know, people doesn't mean your workout should be worse. Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, I very, I'm very active in making sure I address everyone I see in the gym, like every single person. I'll give them the nod, say good morning, something like that. But if someone comes over to speak, I will cut it off politely quickly. Like, because right. I, I have to, to go on and no one, they understand, you know what I mean? So, but if you do want to change, I mean, the other option, because it sounds like you're going to a lesser gym change the hour you train for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Mix that never up. hurts. We, we trained in the afternoon last week cause we had to, and I was like, Oh, we're going to do this every now and then I like it. It was just a good right. time of day to go. I felt good with more meals and, you know, but yeah, you, that just means you talk too much. Cause very rare for someone to come up and talk enough that I have to like kibosh it. Right, right, right. Ooh. Yeah. Apparently we we didn't cover enough Olympia stuff because we had more Olympia oh. questions. First of all, yeah, did, you yeah, guys, yeah. did you go to the press conference? No. Um, Paige said, no. "What did you guys think of it? It seemed like it was long this year." I always no, I didn't long. go to the press conference. I just watched the highlights on Instagram. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Sports Lucas, Center. he says, um, "I used to go to that back in the day, like back yeah. in the two thousands. I went last I year. To to I went. Oh, last really? Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, uh, guys, how was the expo? Was it busy? And most of all, was it bigger compared to last year's? Oh, the expo was awesome. I thought they did a good, a good job of spacing the booths out enough so it didn't feel like a giant traffic jam. If you had to go to the bathroom, you could actually get there. Yeah. We were really busy Friday, like much more than I expected. Saturday, of course, was more. But like when I got to the booth, I think Ron had beat me there by a couple of minutes. And we did not leave one corner of the booth for three hours. No like, kidding. We did not move. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. whoa, this is a Friday. Also, All right. <laughs> also, too, I, I used to have a, you know, say you look at the spectrum of people that come to say hi, you know, yeah. um, I, you know, started noticing that like that many of them mentioned the podcast. And then, okay. you know, it, be, it became that many of them mentioned the podcast. And now it's like this many of them mentioned the podcast. Like okay. <laughs> more and it's, more and more. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's really, really increased. And that's awesome. I'm sure also Dusty... forget to mention the, uh, we, we had three ladies that like really mentioned loving the show and yeah. they loved the drug talk. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was yeah, shocked. That, yeah. That was funny. And the one said, yeah, I, you know, I, I just want to know what my husband's talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Speak his language, just, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so now how does he kind of funny? Yours. Anyways, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chase Irons is with us. He said, Scott, we yeah. missed you this weekend. You guys got to. I saw pictures with you and Chase in Vigorous Steve together. Yeah, yes. Vigorous Steve brought Chase by the booth and introduced us, and uh, and we got a photo together. And uh, oh, okay. Vigorous Steve, Vigorous Steve invited me to bring uh, Emily to Thailand. He said he'd roll out the red carpet and make sure we, you know, knew all the the hacks where to where to actually stay for gym reasons and what gyms are best and like how to enjoy That'd the holiday awesome. and where to eat and all that. So uh, I'm gonna, you know, maybe run that by her. <laughs> you should do it, man. You should do it. He's been trying to talk us into going out there too. It sounds yeah. like fun. Uh, not to mention. I mean, it is technically like if you go over there and you were to say shoot a mutant on a mission, yeah. I mean, it's it's business at that point, right? You could write it's the whole thing business. off. 
There's this bar. Maybe Mutant sends me over to do a Mutant on a mission, and then it's not even my business. <laughs> there you go. Even better. There yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about this That's... one? There was a, another question I think you had to do. Okay. The longest intentional break each of you have taken from the gym. How did you approach that first week back? Um, just got uh, off a break. Uh, first lift back. Took uh, pre and had slip not jamming felt like I was on jet fuel. I love it. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Agreed. That is a good feeling. The l- longest intentional layoff I ever had, um, was one month. And okay. I remember doing it. I remember doing it like twice in, in, you know, like 25 years of being a bodybuilder <laughs> and uh it was just because i had too many things bothering me and i just gave up i was like just i got i'm not doing anything i don't need to go squeeze a dumbbell like yeah you know what i mean and just took a month off and then you know i remember i did it once right before a prep i just said i'm not quite healthy enough for this prep like i was freaking out so it took a month off and then when i got back in the gym i was fine prep went awesome you know and then the other one was uh, I took a month off um, because my knee was bugging me. And then I got back in the gym and blew up to 315. And then I blew my quad on a trampoline. I was there. So for that. that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you feel better when you get back in the gym. You feel great. You know, I was never the only thing that I did when I would go back whether it was a short break or a long break was the first week I would like get blood in train hard, but I didn't try to kill myself the second week. No, no governor, just go. Hmm. You're going to be sore no matter what. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, you want to ease in? I'm like, I do a week just to like get the blood moving and feel movements. But after that, it's like time to go. Look who it is. Thanks for joining us. Great job. this Oh my goodness. Yes. She looked fantastic. Yeah, you did. You looked unbelievable. Really great work. And, and the, you know, like competitor of that level watching the show just freaks me out. (laughs) It freaks you out. (laughs) Do you guys feel like Nick deserves a special invite for the 2024 Olympia? Well, I don't really have a problem with the IFBB doing like really good business decisions. <laughs> there it is. You know, when someone when someone does something that like contributes significantly to to like financial benefit of everyone involved, I'm like, eh, is that unfair? I don't know. <laughs> I know someone might complain about it. Always got to requalify, but. I don't know. They give special invites to other people. What's the what's the precedent for special invites been like? Here's here's my thought in reverse. If Nick, because of the way you have to get in now, if Nick doesn't get a special invite, someone else doesn't get to come because he's going to beat them. Yeah. Yes. So factor that in. Like Nick is not doing a show he needs to qualify and not winning the entire show. That's like he he does not have a gear be less than one hundred and ten percent. And Nick at 110% is top four in the world without question. The other three are qualified. So what's the point? Like, give him the invite, guaranteed fanfare. Um, get you one more athlete on the stage for sure that would have won if Nick didn't show up. I'm good with that, absolutely. You know? And like Ron said, it's that's just a financially great decision. You know? Yeah. Come on. 
you know, someone of that yeah. stature in this with or without the situation, to be honest with you. But, you know, in this well, case, it's like it was a big blow for him to not be there. And it's not like, I mean, hey, we all saw the pictures. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't and a pulled gotta, hamstring because he looked like dog shit. Sorry. You got to remember <laughs> that the, you got to remember that the precedent for that is um, is the Lou Ferrigno invite. That was just a thousand percent yeah. based on ratings and magazine sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, hey, you know, I don't blame him. I didn't mind having Lou there. It wasn't like, oh, how did he qualify? Like, fuck, losing the show. You know, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> We're really sucking all of a sudden. A little passion. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um it, it's it's funny. I'm 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 uh, reading some of the side things and I'm getting so distracted because I want to feel like I want to answer every single question, but it's hard. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot over there. Get us some uh, more, Scott. To completely objectify the females in our audience, uh, would you rather bikini girls or wellness girls? <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking <laughs> them to answer. <laughs> oh, that's 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 very it's a difficult. Tough, it's decision. a tough call. It's that's tough like call. asking if if I like you know uh, like uh, I can't even use that analogy. Bass guitars or guitars? I guess I love them both. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate. Got, here, here. Yeah. I've gotten old, and my answer has changed. If I can't sit with you for an hour and talk about anything and everything, I don't care what you look like. That has absolutely happened in my life. You could be the greatest. I would immediately be like, get away from me. So I couldn't even answer because I don't know any of yeah. those girls to that level. And without that knowledge, I have no idea. And and another thing too is like I I quite often think like oh wow these girls all look great but I'm like I'm a lot older I'm and I, I don't would never want to like I, if Emily said hey I want to get back on stage I'd be like oh no I'm done <laughs> easy <laughs> you know we did Dusty's got this house. Dusty's got a, his wife's competing you know what I mean I I couldn't do it again I couldn't do yeah. it again yeah. I couldn't have another prep in the household no more preps. <laughs> Man, digging further into Nick, uh, thoughts on Nick. I didn't, I didn't know about this. So I'm, this is like my education here too. Uh, thoughts on Nick, not getting an MRI, not visiting a doctor and just letting it, uh, physio handle it. It depends on what they're seeing, right? Because, uh, your, your physio is probably using, um, what the hell is it called? The scan deal they use when you're having babies. Jeez. Um, ultrasound. Ultrasound. You can see a ton from an ultrasound. Like my PT has looked at an ultrasound and then told me I did not need an MRI. And I had one moment where with the ultrasound, he goes, let's just be sure, go get the MRI. And what he saw in the ultrasound was still correct. So that's the first thing, you know, something Nick isn't trying to spare expense. So he, he's absolutely going based on what's best for his career. And it's probably not necessary. Yeah, I'd leave it to him. I mean, I to- I had that pop in the back of my hamstring a couple of years ago when I fell on my bike, and uh, and I and it and I knew that something happened because it popped. But I could feel that all the tendons were attached, and I could feel that when I curled my leg, even though it hurt, I could feel everything flexing and moving. So I just let it rest, and you know, five days later or seven days later, it was purple. So you know, it turned purple and. A month later, I started doing really light leg curls and rehabbed it. And I never got anything. I never got a looked at, but I, I knew what had happened because like I'm a bodybuilder and I know where everything attaches and I can feel around. And I don't know. I wasn't that worried. So is uh, when is Nikki's competition? 
Dusty? 23 weeks. Wow. You guys got started. She got started pretty early then. What? How, how far yeah. out was that? Months ago. 30 some. Yeah. 35 okay. or something. 36 weeks out. Because she's already, already down she like has 14 a brain pounds or something. And, and knows like, Ron will tell you this too. It's like, there's nothing worse than someone bringing you a physique and a timeline. Like, yeah, she had not been competing for years. I mean, she's down like 18 pounds and they haven't changed the diet once. Oh, yeah. It's just eating correctly. You know, and, yeah, and yeah, 18, it yeah. makes that 20 or so weeks whenever they decide to really flip the switch be a lot easier than had she brought that physique to Ron at 20 weeks out and been like, help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, we got a head start. Her legs are looking great. You know, she's going to be in like a real good off-season position come 20 weeks out it'll be like that that really good off-season look even though she's been you know dieting essentially but with that it's uh it's been pretty livable that's cool yeah well we have i mean every every week she gets something and then like the olympia i mean she probably ate three meals i mean it's not locked in but when it's time then you just shut it down and and go to work she just wishes the 20 weeks was sooner yeah (laughs) she's She's ready to like get into it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Fat kid could use a couple more meals out. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I'm not going out alone. That's boring. You look leaner, Dusty. Yeah. I saw your guys' pictures and stuff. You, I could see the difference, man. You, you look like you're tightening up some, huh? We should show yeah. some from today because I'm pretty sure I died. <laughs> I laughed. I stepped on the scale this morning. I was 284. I was no like, ah. yeah. No ah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Dust, Dusty made me feel very retired this year. Yeah, I uh, I kept the t-shirt sleeves on and everything. Dusty yeah. was too Did much. You on both days, I couldn't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't cut my shirt off this year, Dusty. I just wore regular t-shirts. Yeah. Go. How about this one? He says, uh, "What's going on, boys? Nice to see you again. Um, are you guys uh, in? Uh, are you into arm wrestling? Um, I, I saw him comment before. He's an arm wrestler who got into training." Uh, for a year ago now, and he's loving it. I'm seeing more and more guys that are arm wrestlers that listen to our content, and I think some of it's the gear stuff. Some of those arm wrestling guys, they <laughs> they hit the sauce pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, saucing, saucing. Yeah, every sport. um, I, I the only thing I know about arm wrestling really is I follow Devin Larratt. Okay, who is like a Canadian legend. He's like the just you know massive multi champion guy but he's canadian and uh, everyone's real everyone up here knows who devin leverett is so if you follow him he's he's awesome he's he smashes guys but he's been on rogan he did a really good episode of joe rogan and stuff so yeah he's cool to follow and uh he does a lot of like heavy band stuff so he'll put like 10 bands on his thumb and then he practices like turning his thumb over like he'll hook it with his foot and he's like hooking his and he's like pulling these bands up and cranking on them yeah. and he says he says bands are like the most important thing to have for arm wrestlers because it's all about like rotation and all about like you know moving the whole shoulder and not just like isolating with dumbbells and stuff so he you know he lifts weights but he does a lot of this really crazy band stuff where he's got like five bands in his hand and he's like trying to roll his arm over and stuff pretty huh. cool no kidding. That's where yeah. the spiral fracture comes into play. Ooh, yeah. 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 He's the guy. He's the guy that broke Ian Valer's arm. You're back kidding in, me. When he's a kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because he was at he was at an uh, an expo in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ian Ian arm wrestled him and he spiral fractured his humerus. That was the guy. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Look at that. Yeah. Look we've that. got a guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's he's local here to me. 
and he's an arm wrestler. I didn't even know it because he's just a big jack dude. And he has like the best home, uh, the best like uh, collection of home workout equipment, like every machine you could possibly think of. His basement, it's one of those setups where he obviously has a bigger basement, first of all. Right. Um, but he has even a stair mill down there. So it has like the high clearance. But it's the type of basement gym that like it's a maze. You know what I mean? There's not like nice aisles, but you got to kind of turn sideways to get to this machine. And right. you know, it's like everything. It. He probably has. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not joking, man. 25 machines in this basement, like full on complete gym setup down there. Yep. Yeah. Um, Devin, Devin has this, this cool, he was on the Lex Friedman podcast and Lex Friedman was talking about mental, like mentally beating your opponent Yeah, and Devin's mm-hmm. like savage. Like he says, he says stuff, he says stuff to people as they're setting up and stuff like that. You know, he's yeah. talking to you the whole time. The ref's locking your hand together. Devin's just talking to the guy the whole time. Right. And just, <laughs> it's just this mental thing. And he goes super hard. And then the last thing they see written right on his hand, it says quit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. He puts his hand up and that's what you see. He says quit right in your face. <laughs> Boom. Right into your frontal lobe. Here, take that subconscious. Ron, as a Canadian, if you had to defend yourself in a dark alley against Justin Trudeau, <laughs> what would your fight strategy be in self-defense only, of course? This is a U.S.-based podcast, so you can you can have this conversation. You're good. Yeah. What would my or fight strategy be? Yeah. yeah. How would you handle that? Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. I would. I would. Uh, I would assert my free speech to him and make him <laughs> and make him and make him cry and whimper with insults. <laughs> and uh, I think bel- belittling and embarrassing would be my strategy more than anything. Uh, Till he left me alone. What did you send us here? What am I looking at here? I, I wanted you to see uh, Dorian Yates doing his training this weekend. He uh, did a little hit workout in the g- at the at the expo, and I think you should put it up. Look what it says at the bottom. Scroll up. Bring it up. Oh. Hit hit tits. One rep to failure. Only in the USA. Holy crap. <laughs> I guess so. I loved that. That lady was walking around the expo and she owned, like, it was fantastic to see. Just the pure reaction of the circus of the U.S. is amazing. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> that's the, that's like the most devoted to tits I've ever seen. Like, her lifestyle is com- just absolutely about her tits. Like, it really is. Like, like there's nothing she, she, can you she drive a car? She, she has a giant fake. Yeah, she has the ass silver. too. You couldn't even catch it. It doesn't. Oh. It, it's just as circus as the front. Yeah, the circus. The ass is circus too. You know. Oh yeah, so, I didn't even notice <laughs> yeah. her butt. That's crazy. She looks like she looks like penguin from Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh, that was amazing. <clears throat> you know. Oh man. Hey, there was a question asking about a TRT dose, and I, I'm just going to tell Lynn. She says, uh, my fiancé is an amateur men's physique competitor, and he weighs 184 pounds lean on stage, and he's wondering if 200 is a good TRT dose, or should he go to 250? I just wanted to, to throw in quick little bit of information that you got to go by your lab work. You know, for TRT, yep. you're looking yeah. at what where's your range at? So for some people, 200 is going to put you way out of range, 
Uh, TRT is different than a cruise dose too. So just I, yeah. I figured I'd throw in that that little bit real quick there. Yeah, and, and it's best to get your it's I mean technically it's best to see your test and your free test. Yeah. So you can truly gauge you know where you're, yeah, at, where you're at you know mm-hmm. i mean it might be like I, I know guys that are on 80 milligrams a week yeah and they're they're unlike the top like third of normal range on their test levels you yeah. know because they're so you gotta you gotta just you gotta go by that what yeah. about this one um lucas says um have you guys ever worked with a strongman slash power lifters as clients training or nutrition uh, what was the major differences compared to bodybuilders I work with powerlifters. I've never worked with a strong man. Yeah. Um, and powerlifting, to be honest, was easy because yeah. unlike the strong man where I, I don't have any idea necessarily of what the workouts are going to be, <laughs> um, the powerlifting was easy. And it was just, it, it becomes off-season bodybuilding where the only focus, though, is strength, you know? And yeah. their training is what affects a lot of the... Um, strength versus actually just adding tissue you know but the diet and and the supplementation is similar you know there's Mm -hmm. obviously pretty strong nuances i can't cover here but i mean overall i thought they were easy to work with and i just i handled the nutrition side 100 percent, and then his powerlifting coach handled the training and they just sent it to me so i could see it yeah so i could gauge what was happening with his physique and what he was doing as far as training to make adjustments. You know what yeah. I've noticed is that sometimes I think power lifters, and of course this is a general statement, could benefit from uh, looking at bodybuilders' diets. I think that For sure. I, I see a lot of power lifters and people and strong men or strong women that are like, eh, I need to just you know put on more weight, so I'm going to just eat a bunch of crap. When in reality, you know, I've worked with people who maybe had that mentality. Then they're like, hey, I'm going to diet down and try a bodybuilding show because they already have a ton of muscle. They're just not in shape. Right. And then after that, it's kind of cool when you can see them take that with them. Maybe they don't follow like a strict bodybuilding plan like you had them on for a show, but you Mm. don't want them to do that in an off season anyway. But I think that you can get more out of your body if you actually pay attention to your nutrition more. I think that power, you know, with respect, I think that's where power lifters tend to lack. Agreed. Yeah, sure. I, I absolutely agree with that. And I think, you know, we know a lot more now than we used to. And like my off season back in the 90s, I would never do that <laughs> to a client now. Right. Just because right. now I'm way more health conscious. And, you know, like, how's your how's your efficiency? And how do you feel? <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I didn't realize how garbage I felt half the time, you know. So, yeah. yeah. What about uh, Dane said, did you guys try the new tech equipment at the expo? That stuff is smooth. I used it at um, Hide and um, Iris Kyle's powerhouse in uh, Vegas a while mm. ago. So, you know, I liked some of the pieces. You know, I thought the footprints were a little big on some of the stuff. And I think it's from Korea. Um, and I, I don't know how, like, tested out it is in, like, hardcore gyms. But, I mean, I did like several of the pieces. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't leave the booth at all. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really, it, it, like... Outside of going to the bathroom, we don't leave the. It's it's busy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I did not go to a single booth outside of ours except for the second day. Right when I walked in, I walked Nikki to uh, Mike's booth just because she wanted to get a t shirt, and I and I didn't even have the like was trying to get back, so I didn't even. I literally gave Mike like a wave and Mike. just walked. Mike Van, Van Wick. Wick. Oh, okay, gotcha. Sorry. 
Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I mean, there's just, I wish there was, but really on those, when it's a two day show, there's no time. Like when we go to the big ones that are longer, um, I don't feel bad walking around for 30 minutes and just kind of checking it out. But that expo's fast. Yeah. I, uh, I only went to, two, I only went to two booths. You I went and saw it up right I, now. Right. Oh yeah. I walked back past Mike Van Wick and Quentin Beastwood. Yeah, they were. Rod, they how were, were they? They were busy and, you know, obviously, you know, probably disgusting on a day-to-day level. But the comment was bathrooms, nothing, guys, for any nothing. audio listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How were the bathrooms? Um, they, they were very acceptable for an expo and absolutely nothing like the Arnold's the last so several times. dispensers full place to dry your hands it was all there it was yeah and then you know what i liked about i noticed at this expo that was so funny is because there would be a little bit of a line every, no one no one's like the gym you ever notice how people just walk out of the bathroom like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter stall or whatever ain't nobody doing that with 10 people watch you walk by everyone stops no. and washes their hands i'm like all oh. right yeah <laughs> and then i i had this funny moment i went to the one bathroom and, you know, there's a lineup and everyone's waiting for the urinals. And I noticed the, the handicap stall was open and no one was in it. Okay. So I just went and peed in it, right? And yeah. I went in there, locked it, took a quick piss, turned around, there's a sink there. Oh, you so had your own little hand. station. Oh, my own little private sink. I'm enjoying my own little private bathroom, drying my hands out with a paper towel. I'm like, wow, this is cool. There's a little <laughs> sink in here. And then I come out of the stall and walk out of the bathroom. Yeah. And now I'm thinking yeah. to myself, oh, no. Those people, did, yeah. those people probably think I took a dump in a stall <laughs> and then walked out onto the floor without washing my hands. And hey, then I had this, like, nice to meet you. I had this like curb your enthusiasm circus <laughs> playing in my head. And I just, no, no, no. There, were, there was a sink in there. There was a sink yeah, in there. There was a sink. There's a sink. Yeah. Yeah. People think it was this crazy guy ranting about. Yeah. Yeah. I had that moment. I had this like little bit of horror walking back. To the I could see that. Like, oh, oh man. That's amazing. What, what did I just do? Almost, almost better to wash your hands a second time just to put on a show. Yeah. Put on the show for everybody else. <laughs> Immediately reach in your pocket and, and use your uh, disinfectant stuff. People also. walking by the booth looking at me. Yeah. Why is nice no one to want to talk to no, Ron today? I'm good. Yeah. That's why they use yeah. Dusty 20, everyone. That's why they use yeah. Dusty 20. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Somebody asked if Missy's going to move to figure. I, I don't see that happening. I, I, I've heard people talking. I just, I don't see that happening. Do you guys, could you guys ever see her doing that? No, she, no, I don't, she does. Yeah, she she's, would, she's she would. She would do phenomenal there too, but I'd yeah. be disappointed because I love watching her be insane. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, she's insane. Like the things that she yeah. does, like blow my mind when I've seen them. I'm like, oh, you just, whoa, <laughs> yeah. That is, they were great. They were great. Yeah, she looked great too. Like just her her physique is. She looks literally like a cartoon character. You know what I mean? Yes. Like some yeah, sort like of comic it, book superhero or something. Yeah, everyone's everyone thought she. You know that everyone was using the word dominate. Okay. Like, like she yeah. dominated the the physique round, you know, like every single person was using that specific word. So it kind of gives you an idea of like how it was going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Another comment on, uh, Drea, Andrea winning, uh, her fourth. That's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think that was about all we had here, guys. Was there anything else we had to we had to talk about before we left? Anything we needed to to cover? You know, the, yeah, you know, the feedback on the reaction videos was great. I had a lot of people mention those this weekend. Okay, people people were like, "Keep doing those, keep doing those. You got to keep doing those." And and people requested all types of stuff, like certain videos. Uh, you know, like some guys said, "Hey, you know, you got to throw on some of the like uh, the battle for the Olympia two thousand one." Jake, Jake, Jake Cutler's segment is the day after the show at Gold's Flamingo. You guys remember red equipment? Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing press downs and stuff like that. And he's like, you should, you should do that clip. And I thought, oh, that's a good one. Like there's a lot of great clips, you know? Yeah. So yeah, just good. We love getting the suggestions from you, from you guys, you know? Ooh, good question. Now we're getting more questions there. That was great. How do you guys think Ian Valier would have placed oh he could have been in the top 10 oh sure, sure in the top I mean, 10 for sure I mean, you in the know top like 10. i also want to mention Crizo. he was peeled i mean yeah. he was up there posing by himself and i looked over at dusty when he left the stage yeah and dusty looked at me and was like he's nasty <laughs> yeah nasty. absolutely nasty like dry, he is crispy popcorn man like dry 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 you know yeah, great look. I would have v- Ian absolutely. I'm going to say the top seven because I don't want to say he would automatically beat out Hunter, but uh, I, him and Hunter were f- coin flips the whole like for their career. Yeah. So I think that yeah, yeah, top seven <laughs> for sure. As 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 down low as as you know, four or five. You know, he looked awesome. Yeah, I could yeah. see him as yeah as low yeah. as four or five yeah. somewhere in there. Selfishly, I will miss Ian competing. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to say that <laughs> when when you take Ian out of the lineup, you take how much was he on stage? Two hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, it, it, and he was the same width, height, all of the above because he was so you, massive. You you you're removing like a huge block from of just mass monster. Like it's it's noticeably missing. Yeah, Ian you know is the I mean? only. He's one of those guys that's noticeably that's wide like Jay. Ian is yeah, he, he had that's a, a J walk. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, you, you can remove certain guys from the lineup and it doesn't create the void that um, I thought Ian going yeah. does, you know, there, he was, he was a, he was a consistent top 10 guy yeah. and, and, and took up a lot of real estate, man, you know, in that lineup. You know, yeah. you know, and you see second call out and there's a monster, there's monsters yeah. in the second call out that are like 280 pounds shredded glutes yeah. and stuff. And you remove those guys. It's like, oh, it's, it's not quite the same. And it's funny when you put it that way, because you're, you're talking about like, say, fourth through eighth place, you know, yeah, third, yeah, yeah, third yeah. through seventh, somewhere in there. But when we talk about any other show and then you yeah. find out Ian's in it any other show and you're like oh yeah. well ian's probably gonna win you know or yeah. he's right up there you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's the caliber of his physique it's so yeah. overwhelming yeah like you know he wasn't perfect he wasn't necessarily pretty in 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 conventional ways and it was like oh it's shooing to win yeah you know right. sharp home solutions so, made a good point he did say as you guys kind of talked about earlier not to rehash too much but he said this year was really a battle for fifth place down and we had a bunch of people yeah. asking about like was andrew better than Crizo and was hunter better where, where did you guys put all of that like yeah better themselves or better against him 
Like, is that what you're asking? I mean, shape is what kills him. Mm. It's not pretty. Like it from the side, because they're who are they listing there against Hunter and you said Andrew, yeah, yeah. Andrew, Chris, Crizzo, Hunter were the yes. three people he mentioned. Yes, Andrew yeah. and Hunter were better. Yes, yeah, just on sure. shape yeah. you're saying itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's not nasty, when, but it, but it, it's it, it's and I and I say this with respect from someone who's nowhere there, same level. It's ugly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not just prettiest. nasty. You when know, he was on stage. I kept thinking his condition and striations in every body part is awesome. And his arms are crazy. Yeah. That was my, that was my take on Crizzo. Yeah. But then you look at someone else and you're like, there's absolutely nothing missing. Yeah. Like Hunter was more complete and you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of Dino versus Chris? Where, where, where would Dino have to improve? What he could he do? So, so I thought Chris, you know, Chris is here. He's a standard. We had, we had Dino here last year. And now I think we had Dino here this year, mm. but it's still, you know, it's still not, I just don't ever see it being here. I don't know. I just, I'm, you know, bar something happening. I just don't see it ever surpassing. I think when you look at, when you look at structure, things people think about are like shoulder width, waist, those things. But in classic, then you've got rib cage. Like yeah. when Chris just opens up on a front relaxed or his front, I mean, Dino's got a crazy front double until it's next to Chris. Yeah. And then Chris's legs are bigger. Look massive up there. My only complaint with uh with classic that I didn't that I didn't mention earlier was I don't see how we needed a three-man call out in the open and we didn't need it in the classic. Because hmm. I feel like third place classic was closer to the top two than open. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. when we watched yeah, it yours, just now, all we did yours was talk looked good. I would have liked to see him compared against them because yeah. he was he was absolutely better than fourth, fifth, sixth. And I would have liked to see him stand next to them in the call out. I was surprised by that move, hmm. particularly because like I said, in the open they didn't do that. Yeah. You know. Also, this is like a nitpick, but Ramon does when they say favorite classic pose, you know, everyone kind of does two poses. Yeah. Yeah. Like they all do the one and then they like do a twisting back, you know, shot or something. Ramon does this double hand overhead with his hands like turned like this, you know, and he does it overhead and he leans to the one side. It's like a Frank Zane looking type pose. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that pose. Oh, and his quads have no separation. (laughs) His quads don't separate at all. The one leg that's kind of trailing has, he, it, it doesn't like split to the hip and, and then his arms, they're not like, you know, Sergio can put his arms, Lee Priest can put his arms over his yeah, head, right? Not many people can yeah. put their arms overhead. No, and then he's not the widest guy. So when he puts his hands up, he kind of it's I just think it's a really bad pose for him, man. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in the top two at the Olympia standing next to Bumstead. And then he hits a pose that I think is just a terrible idea. That you don't have to hit. That you don't yeah. have to hit. Yeah. And and I know it's like pretty and ultra classic, like Frank Zane's Sun Worshipper pose. But you're mm-hmm. standing next to Bumstead, man. Pick a different shot. Like do something you, freaky where striations just explode out of your body. You know, mm, like yeah, you can't I give up lines. Com- competitors should note is uh, your favorite classic pose should be the best two classic poses that you can hit. 
Like yes. they don't have to be your favorite. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, forget about your favorite. Like, I mean, I love a front double, but I should avoid it like the plague. Like, like it don't look good on me, you know? Yeah. See, hey, Chaz gets it. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> he doesn't flex his legs properly. Yeah. Wonder, wonder about this if there's any truth to it. Paige said, uh, I heard Steve isn't a fan of Dino's posing and goofing off with Seabum on stage either. Hmm. Well, I don't, I don't know. know about that, I would... but I could definitely see it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Steve's a pretty straightforward kind of guy. Yeah. I do feel like the goofing around stuff, though, I think it adds something to the show. I, I don't mind seeing I, that I know. as a fan. A little you know bit. What I mean? yeah, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. There's as a long as it doesn't. As long as it doesn't come across as like genuinely hostile, like Kai and Heath. Yes. Yeah. That was like a little bit not necessarily the best, you know. I mean, it obviously got us all buzzing, but if you think you don't want a lot of that, you know? Yeah. 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 So I think that's all we got here, guys. I think that's it. You okay. guys are freaking awesome. Everybody hanging out with us today on this uh, Monday afternoon. Yeah. We got our 90 minutes in. I know. The definitely fun to do. Um, I had uh, a couple people say that they really love the lives and they wish we did more of them. So yeah. that definitely was something that I heard from a few people. So, you know, we're glad that you guys do. And uh, I guess uh, we're going to probably, we got some reaction videos that we've done that we're going to be able to hammer out soon. Hey, eh, Scott, when are we going to oh, drop yeah. those? They'll be coming. So if it were up to me, they'd be out sooner than what YouTube would like them to be out. So here's the deal. Okay. We have two of them in the bank now and they are approved. So now it's just finding the day. So this week is everything's going to be kind of turned on its head since this comes out Monday. Drugs and stuff mm -hmm. will come out Wednesday, <laughs> Blood, Sweat and Gear Friday as always. And uh, we, we're going to we're going to move some stuff around. So we, I think Saturday yeah. is a really good day for the reaction videos. And we have to find another day, maybe Thursday or Tuesday. Tuesday would probably be a good one. So but they'll just so, they'll, they'll be coming out. We'll have some more. You guys you, should tell us, too. Who else do you want to see? Comment with that stuff for us. Yeah, maybe we, we can. Drop, can we drop one? Yeah. We can we drop one on Wednesday? Can we drop one of the ones we already have? Well, I have, since we're doing this on Monday when drugs and stuff usually comes out, Wednesday's I have to put that. Ah, yeah, I got a, I got okay, that for that slot. Go. But we go. got one for yeah, Saturday okay. for sure. And then we've got another one in the bank. So I'm going to try to get up to putting out two per week is the game plan. There so, we go. Okay. Okay. Scott, so remember, everybody, like, share. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got super chats. We got that super one, chats. Oh, here. Damn. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, look, look what happened. Scott's getting to stay in his house one more month. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Samson blew me away, hoping he gets diced for next year and takes it from Derek. By the way, the hottie fanboy spamming people's pages with comments. You are so annoying. <laughs> Is that what well, was happening? That's what somebody else was yeah. commenting. Oh, yeah. That people yeah. got his uh, channel or his his Instagram shut down by their comments, like threatening Yeah, comments. it was a commu community standards uh, pulled it for yeah. a bit, I think, and, and then they got it going again. So he's back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Last time I checked. Last time I checked. Okay. We got that uh, one in Jesse. One as well. Jesse threw one up here too. What does he say? Super late to the live stream. Oh my Can't goodness! Can't wait to watch the replay, dude. In the meantime, here's my support, man. That's super generous of you. I really appreciate it very much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's incredible. Thanks, guys. I mean, uh, it, it definitely is uh, uh, appreciated the the support for the show. You know, the whole keep a producer home uh, thing that we're trying to keep going here, Scott. <laughs> I don't know where he's going to edit without his house, so we need yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the, you know everything uh, that we that Scott puts into the show. Uh, we appreciate too. I know me and Dusty discussed that while we were gone. So thanks for all your efforts, buddy. Hey, it's Absolutely. my pleasure. I love being a part of this and 
I love having the community that we've built here and it's bigger than us now. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all of us. It's the people that come up to the booth, the people that are commenting here. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool that we can have this. And yeah. I get so many messages from people who are like, Hey, I, you know, I, I have to drive an hour each way to work each day. Right. And I listen to your guys' show and it makes my day a little bit better. And I know personally how that feels having done that exact same thing myself. So I'm pumped that I can be a part of something like that and that we can all do this together. So this is, this is my jam. I'm living my best life, honestly. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. So everyone, thanks. Remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell, ring the bell. And of course um, the Patreon, think big bodybuilding, Patreon, keep it producer homed. And remember I am mutant.com mutant supporting the show supporting the hardcore always there for dusty and i and scott and uh go on immutant.com and get your iso surge get your all in and everyone should get on the gear dusty 20 big ron 20 use your code and save 20 percent is that it guys another that's live it. in the books that's it but except for madness you got to mention madness too because that's, that's yeah you love now. the madness okay okay well there we go i'll throw that in i'll throw that in i'll throw that in okay we'll see you guys later and remember it's just bodybuilding Thanks, guys. And we are still live, but not live.